podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Wisdom Cricket Weekly podcast from Taunton. The summer of 2019A. Eh? When Essex resumed day four at midday, 25 for none in their first innings, a lot of people were just wondering when the teams would shake hands and call it a day. A result seemed a million miles away when Alistair Cook plodded his way to yet another half century to get Essex up to 102 for one with just over two hours of play to go. The game and the title seemed done and dusted. But this is 2019 we're talking about. Somerset took 9 for 39 in just over an hour to bowl Essex out to give themselves an hour to have a go at bowling Essex out again. It wasn't to be, though, as Cook saw Essex to the close to give Essex their eighth ever county championship title. I'm Yasrana, and today I'm joined by Harry Josephs, who's been with me all week. Harry, we got the finale of the summer that we deserved, didn't we? Yeah, it was a very, very exciting last day in the end. And no one expected it. No, and I remember saying to you earlier in the day, I said, this just isn't going to have a dramatic end. Yeah. And I guess actually the last hour wasn't as dramatic as you thought. But when Cook and Brown went out to bat for the Essex second innings, you did think, oh my word, this could be incredible. But And that was probably based on the fact Essex lost six wickets for in 32 balls yeah. earlier in the day. And they, they literally did lose their nine wickets in just, just over an hour. So it was possible. I know in the end, but yeah, people say that in the end they were nine wickets away from actually losing it. But there was a moment where you did think they actually would, would win it. Alistair Cook, I thought today, showed that he's a batsman who played 161 test matches and averaged 45 and scored, what, 30 test, test match hundreds. He was brilliant. It looked like when he was batting, like he was on a totally different pitch. Um, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised by that. He was always a world-class player against spin bowling. Here's what Cook had to say after play. You know, to win the T20 and to win this, it's just really special. And um, it's such a, a a great group of players to play for and to play with um, that I've really enjoyed my 12 months. Yeah, I've, enjoy, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's, sorry, it's, the, it's, it's a bunch of lads I play with. Um, you know, it keeps you young. You know, you've got these 19, 20-year-olds who put music on the iPad, you, iPod you've never heard of and all that kind of stuff. And they keep you young, but also... Um, you just hope you can add a little bit to the environment, score a few runs here and there, uh, and to win a trophy at the end of it is, is really special. But I'm I'm really happy for Anthony McGrath, our coach. You know he's he took over from Chris Silverwood. You know that's a tough job when you know you win when you win a league for the first time in 25 years, and he took over and moved it forward in his own way. So it's it's real. It's been a really special year for for the club. Um, no, it was, you know you need a little bit of luck in those wickets. Um, you know I probably had a close LBW call early on. Um, it went my way, and you just got to try and make way, make make hay, I suppose. Um, and you know, I have played cricket in subcontinent conditions quite a lot, so I suppose that's where my the kind of the experience comes from with a, with with a kind of unique method. Yeah, I've had a few texts this, this week actually saying if you win the league, is that it? But no, um, I promise Tendo I'm playing for another year at least. And also, I must pay tribute to Trez actually. To be out there actually, he started sledging me saying this will be a story when if I catch you right at the end. I was like, luckily uh, Dominic Best bowled me a leg stump one I can clip off and get away. But um, what, a, what, a, what a career he's had. And um, to, you know, to play, it's in 27 years he's played, it's an, an extraordinary effort. So, but it's, you know, it's the memories you create. Um, with this with this group of players and you know that we're a lot of homegrown Essex players um, and that's and that's I think great for our success and and you know we've got 
you know, next year, I know we look, don't look too far already, but next year it's the same coach, the same group of players, and it could be quite special. But some set to win nine games of cricket um, and not win the league. It, it is tough, actually, on them. And But, you know, they're, I think they're quite a similar club to us in a, in a number of ways. A lot of homegrown players have come through the academy, and, uh, and, you, and I think you get quite a lot of reward for that. Were you a bit nervous at the end? Obviously, you got the back again then? Yeah, no, I, I was nervous all week, so um, it didn't really matter really what time. I, I had a feeling that there's always going to be a little twist in the tail. There always is in cricket. You know, you don't bat on a wicket like that um, and just cruise, you know, the 90-odd overs we had to face. Uh, and, you know, we got a bit of luck with the, with the weather this week. Um, but, that, you know, that's just, I suppose, just the way it is. And sometimes you, you get a little bit of luck. On a personal level, did this one mean more than in 2017, being more of a part of it? Well, yeah, I played seven games the other, the other time and started off. But obviously, clearly, I've been around more. So, yes, it, um, it does. But, you know, it's, um, it's a special group of players. So after Cook got out, he was the person that sparked the collapse. What happened? How, how can you explain that? Because that was pretty remarkable. I, 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 I don't really remember a time this season where wickets have felt so inevitable. It felt like Jack Leach and Rolf van der Moe were going to take a wicket with every ball they bowled. I think someone like Alistair Cook just he exudes confidence in everyone, doesn't he? You think, oh, Cookie's at the other end, I'll be fine. He'll just plod along and I can do exactly the same. When he goes sort of caught at short leg or wherever yeah, he, he was, was caught back fielder in close, you think, oh my word, how many demons are in this pitch? Um, am I going to get one that's going to spit and hit my glove? Am I going to get one that turns sharply? So do and you I think that's what it was, that, that in their head they thought the pitch was worse than it was? Because if you look at the replays of the wickets, a couple of them spat out and bounced a little bit more than you expect, yeah. but not, not a huge amount. I think that probably contributes to it. You get that, I mean, it happens in club cricket. Me and my mates joke about it quite a lot, like that absolute panic in the changing room when wickets are falling and there's like five pads flying around. So maybe that's part of it. And Jack Leach is England's, First choice test spinner, Don Bess has played test cricket. Van der Merve has played top level, like a lot of top level cricket. And they bowled, they bowled brilliantly, didn't they? They hardly get even a bad ball. The only bad ball I can remember is, I think it actually was in Essex second innings, there was a full toss on Cook's legs. That's the only ball that I thought, oh, that's filthy. I've got, I've got a theory. I, I just don't think that county batsmen face top quality spin that often. So, so in, in Division 1, only nine spinners have taken more than 11 wickets in the season. Um, and all of them have an average of less than 27. Four of those have averages under under 20. So I think it's just a case of, I mean, why would these guys be good against spin? Cook said at the end of the end of the day that it was like playing on Asian wickets. He had he said like, I've played on pitches like this loads. Um, so that gives him an advantage. But the other the other guys just just haven't. We've talked about the pitch before this week, but given the collapse, there were people online criticising the pitch. What are your thoughts on that? My opinion hasn't changed. That's Absolutely fine. Not a, it's a tough wicket to score runs on, but if you have a method, and as I kept saying, sort of controlled aggression, you'd be there were runs out there. In my opinion, I don't, I don't have a problem with that wicket. Essex have now finished first, third, and first in the last three seasons of the championship. They're an excellent cricket team that has most bases covered. You can't really think of an obvious weak link in that team. I mean, Adam Wheater's keeping this week really stood out for me as well. He's a very small man. I didn't realise until the end of the game, he's really quite short. Yeah, well, he left Essex, didn't he? Because he wanted to play more cricket like Ben Folkes did. They've always said he's a really good wicket keeper and I think he's quite a tenacious batsman, might be the best way to describe it. Um, who's, I looked today as well, he averages 35 of a bat, which is pretty decent for a county wicket keeper um but yeah his glove works superb but of course one of the superstars is simon harmer who yet again took bucket loads of wickets and seems to be the person they they turn to all the time he took another five for this week uh, here's what 
Hom had to say at the close of play. Yeah, I think um, these last couple of weeks have been quite difficult for me. Um, the anxiety of not knowing what was going to happen, where we're going to win a trophy, no trophies, two trophies. And you always play through a million scenarios in your head, um, especially coming here, the wicket, the way that it was. We knew it was going to happen like it did today. Um, and it was going to be tough for us to get a result. So nobody gave us a chance in the T20s and we proved everybody wrong. But I think a lot of people expected us to win the four-day trophy being ahead and with the rain around. So a massive relief at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to enjoy ourselves, but it's, it has been a long season. Um, there's been a lot of work put in by everybody. And I think hats off to Anthony McGrath. He's, he's been the sort of... Um, the constants within our group, the guy who's kept us level, um, he's got the right people around him. So um, I think when when things weren't going so well, he was always sort of the voice of reason and the motivation. So yeah, it's been a good season, uh, a squad effort, but I think special mention to to Mags. Yeah, I think um, we've shown what we're capable capable of. Um, if people thought that 2017 was a fluke, we've shown them that we we're a good four-day team. We've now showed that we can compete in the T20 format as well. So um, it throws a spanner in the works with the 100. So the 50 over competition is kind of going to take a back burner. But I think going forward, um, Essex can definitely be um, a force to be reckoned with in terms of counter cricket. So this is the end of the summer, Harry. It's been a quite a long one. Joffre Archer's debut against Ireland teams years ago, didn't he? I didn't even work at Wisdom when that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember watching um, Archer's first spell at the Oval in the in the ODI series, where that was kind of his audition. And it was a rained off game, and he took uh, he only bowled four overs, but that was enough. And England arrested him. Every single journalist, I think, said, "Yeah, Joffrey Archer will open the volume yeah. the World Cup, won't he?" And the others can that, fight that, it out. That seems ages ago. And then the the Stokes catch, as we said before this week, is. Uh, we are closer to Christmas Day than that Stokes catch in the first game of the World Cup. The World Cup itself, England's. Uh, England's defeat to, to Sri Lanka, then England's uh, hiccup against Australia, then the amazing run to get to the final, to win the thing. It's been an incredible summer. And then we had the Ashes, and then we had this, we had finals day, then we had this finale to the... To the we can't forget season. Tim Murtagh at Lords. Oh, we can't Ireland forget Tim well. We can't do that, no. Um, that, was, that was one of the most... Mm. Has been an incredible summer. A big thank you has to go out to our many, many contributors we've had over the summer. Uh, there are too many to name... In entirety, Joe Harmon, Phil Walker, Ben Gardner, Tar Hashim, Rich Evans, incredible job throughout the summer. Harry Joseph, of course, this week here at Taunton, not forgetting you, don't worry. And many, many others who have been brilliant all summer and worked really, really hard on this show. Um, but the final thank you has to go to our listeners who've, in, who've endured us uh, for, I, I don't know, I don't want to know how many podcasts we've done this summer, but there have been quite a few. Thanks for listening. It's been really, really good fun and we'll be back for our weekly episodes next week. So stay tuned. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and tell your friends. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.